0: Bounty Board and it's special Um, it's not even special it's just the new way Bounty Board's gonna be where instead of being a big group talking about games all the time it's gonna be me love the one of the hosts interviewing people through the industry or who are involved in games or who are interacting in games with games in a way that I'm not and the latter example I just used is the I guess the best to describe this specific episode where I'm interviewing my buddy Denton Stein, Andrew, how's it going? Oh, it's going well. Thank uh, you for having me on. Of course, of course. You've been on before. Uh, I think last time we had a special episode where we did, in fact, talk about the game we're going to talk about now, but things have changed since then. Just and then we had you just before that. I think we recorded both at the same night, actually. Yes. Um, but the, the previous episode that was before the Blaze the Ball one was. Me, you, Ben, I think, and your brother. <clears throat> we talked about Kings... Uh, nope. Kingdom... Nope. Crusader Kings? Crusader Kings. That's it. Okay, mm-hmm. we talked about Crusader Kings and Wasteland and some other stuff. Yep. But this time, because it's actually back, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk oh, about Ball. It's back, baby. It's back. And Ball, for those of you who don't know, is a pseudo baseball sim sorry let me rephrase let me start over it's a web-based pseudo baseball sim that is bananas that's the best way to describe it to me
1: (laughs) that's not Um, i mean there's i think there's about as many ways to explain what baseball is um as there have been seasons in baseball, at the very least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh,
0: it's it's never like oh, it's it's this. It's always like, how do I figure out how to say this without making
1: your eyes glaze over? Absolutely. What I Not because like because
0: it's boring but because it's fucking weird and what, wonderfully what,
1: complex. What I like to uh, lean towards is describing it uh, as a eldritch horror baseball simulation where the fans can band together and change the um, basic rules of the sport uh, all the time. Yes,
0: it's amazing. It is wild and weird and amazing. So they took like a 10-week hiatus? The Grand Siesta.
1: Yeah, how long was that? Last season was October? Oh, goodness, yeah. Yeah, because everybody thought like, oh, you know, we'll we'll get it like sometime after Thanksgiving, we'll get a new season going, right. and then they're like, no, it's not, it's not gonna be then. And We're like, oh, okay, like so, like maybe like just before Christmas. They're like, no, prob probably not. And then we're like, so okay, <laughs> like New Year's. And They're like, um, think longer. Um, yeah, and uh, they 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 kind of they said that it would be. A little while like at first they were like it's going to be a bit they weren't sure then as as they kind of took took an assessment of, of where they wanted to be and where they were they, they, they gave a, a longer time period um, and, and I think it, on the whole people were pretty patient about it because we know that um, there's about five people that work at this dev and they uh, were doing a great job with this <laughs> yeah. massive thing that was ballooning into like you know internet meme territory and yeah. Um, yeah.
0: It is... It is... Well, it's one of those things that, like, 2020 proved, like, there's there's nothing really written in stone that will make you prepared for how popular your game could get. Sure. Uh, I mean... we got We got Fall Guys last year. We got Among Us last year. We got Phasmophobia last year. And then we have Valheim right now. All right. four games that are... Small, um, made by small teams, but that like captured the entire attention of the world for like big stints of time. Yeah. So like this game is definitely one of those, and this is the this is the game band, right? Yes. And so like they've made things before.
1: Well, they've made one thing before.
0: They made one thing before. They made they where the made... cards fall, which was yeah. that uh, Apple Arcade right. game. Uh, that's now coming to Switch and PC later this sure. year, and that game was great and very artistic. But like, if you used a studio's games to judge, or to I guess set your expectations for what else they make, right? Uh, it does not do that, right? <laughs> it yeah. is very different.
1: And this, you know, they they've admitted this started off as kind of an experiment and uh, sort of thing to keep in the wings while they were working on other things, and they weren't really planning for it to be uh successful i guess they were or, kind of or this successful well like... yeah right and uh, you know and i think all along what they what they foresaw for Ball was it being kind of like an experiment some playing around with design mechanic choices uh particularly when it comes to the community aspect which is a huge part of what has made Ball what it is is that it has a pretty bare bones interface to the website. It's got box scores, it's got play-by-play, it's got you know the names and some stats for players, and there's, there's a pretty basic simulation going on there. Well, it, it started off pretty basic there. Uh,
0: <laughs> right, yeah, that's the thing. Initially it was like, yeah, pick a team, and they right. have doofy names, uh-huh. and they play a game every hour, 12 hours a day, uh, five days a day. week or 24 hours a day, Sure, five days a week. And then the playoffs are Saturday and Sundays an off day. Mm-hmm. Like that was pretty easy to get wrap Your head right. around. And then like right. within a season, it was like, now you can buy things.
1: Oh, well, uh, yeah. And they're and weird. Players, and players get we'll... incinerated mid game and, yep. uh, you know, uh, weird things are going to start happening. Um, and so, you know, people took that imagination and, and really in my mind, it, it, bears a lot of resemblance to a tabletop role playing game with the game band playing the part of the dm you know they sure. they're sort of they're sort of putting out these bits and pieces they're seeing where the fan base wants to take it and and just sort of you know let it letting that play out so it's kind of um, there's a sort certain shared storytelling aspect to it, um, and the people have latched on to filling in the details there, and that's what's made it really great, is the community, the Discord server, the Twitter uh, uh, following, and, and people just kind of, like, exploding into that space and saying, like, oh, you know, like, this this person with a funny name over here uh, looks like this and has this sort of personality and, and you know... Uh, Making making up this whole lore and filling in the details where there's just kind of numbers and letters on the page yeah. uh, from baseball.
0: Yeah, uh, and it it evolved like just it it was so fast. It was so fast. It was one of those things where like, oh, this looks interesting, and I think we maybe even talked about it in the first couple of weeks, and then yeah. like it very quickly turned into like, oh shit, this is pe- something people are really fucking into oh sure and then it kind of evolved even more than that it's 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 cool to see all of the like um all it's like people are taking the players and turning them into ocs right like yeah they're starting twitter accounts for the players and in many cases a twitter account or at least in every case so far twitter accounts for the teams and like it's created this community that interacts with each other, and it's wild and weird and awesome. Well,
1: well, and the cool thing, you know, like, the the information that the fans have come up with is is all, you know, headcanon, essentially, except for the fact that it bled into the game. <laughs> yeah. like, like, you know, the fans decided that Jessica Telephone should have a bat named the Dial Tone, and sure enough, when Jessica Telephone comes up to bat it says Jessica Telephone comes up to bat wielding the dial tone now. Um, And uh, something that I'd love to get into about the the changes that Season 12 brought um, are stadiums, uh, which are are featuring in the game now and have names appropriate from the fan lore. So it's kind of cool that that there's... You know, it's not 100% a a two-way street, but it's it's very neat that, that they're that they're listening and paying attention to the community and using that shared lore to to sort of build yeah. on. So.
0: Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, we have uh, 11 seasons of this. It's wildly popular. They took one break in the middle of those 11 seasons because, like, shit was overloaded, right? They took, like, one oh, yeah. week off. Yeah, they, uh, and now, like, yeah, um. and, uh, like
1: <laughs> hired some web devs to basically rebuild everything on the back end because they're like, hey, right. this isn't really... What we do? <laughs> this
0: isn't uh, working. So yeah, well, um... right? Yeah, they were not
1: prepared for the thing, and there was there was various errors that bled over into the game. Uh, you know, the Grand Unslam, which uh, was a site crash and corruption of the database, in which there was a Grand Slam that everyone was apparently watching, and uh, it overloaded their servers. And uh, uh, <laughs> then when everything came back, it hadn't happened. So, uh, yeah. So that there's some notable events like that from the early seasons, uh, which, you know, are kind of quirky looking back, but were, were obvious signs of, of server growing pains and yeah. and uh, some unstable code, I'm sure, on the back yeah, end. For sure. um, yeah, so then they took the Grand Siesta because they realized that the pace they were going at was just burning them out. And uh, I think it was, yeah. <laughs> it was probably at the verge of burning out some of the, the fan base as well. Yeah, just especially an, when and, you've
0: got like a 5-day schedule that doesn't have like a a low time. It's just right. constant. Yeah. So keeping up with it is just staying up. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, um and and there is, you know, like you never know what's going to happen next. Like there is was, was a very big sense of like, oh, you know, these events that kicked off and 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 happened like the the shelled one coming down and and the, uh, the then the monitor coming to take care of the shelled one and yeah. and all of these events and and it was kind of like oh when when will that happen i better keep my eyes on it in case it happens and i miss it you know like so there was a very like it was a little overheated in the sense that so many people were so engaged that I, I think it was it was uh, untenable the way it was. So they took the time off um, the the few months there. They worked on things on the back end. They worked on making things sustainable for everybody involved. And uh, now that they've come back, they're going to be doing a three on two off uh, schedule as well. Yeah, um, that's, so they'll, that's they'll, smart yeah they'll, they'll play three seasons three weeks and then they'll take two two weeks off to uh, i'm sure do some work in the back end and just not be constantly managing this thing um and uh yeah i think i think it'll help and i think it'll help kind of keep the fan base like on their toes too like you know you, you could spend you'd spend three weeks kind of like staying like dialed in on it and then two weeks just kind of like stepping back and
0: yeah. It's kind of the natural progression of what I was doing anyway. <laughs> <Of> like, <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. Focus, focus. Also, right. uh, it slipped and I'll get back to it. And then I get yeah. back to it a couple of weeks later. Well, now yeah. It's like it
1: gives you, you that do... chance. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, you're good. I was just gonna, I was just gonna restate what I was gonna, what I'd already said. <laughs> sure.
1: Uh, and, and I think that it'll be great for people to like catch up. Cause I, I heard so many times from people at, and it, you know, not necessarily, um, a true sentiment, but I heard so many people say, like, oh man, I didn't get into baseball like a couple weeks ago when everybody was like really like first starting to talk about it in my like Twitter timeline. Now I feel like I've missed my chance because so much has happened. And it's right. like, oh, yeah, so much has happened, but really, like, there, <laughs> no one knows what's happening in baseball. It's not a handicap <laughs> to not know right. what's happening. Yeah, um, that's
0: the, it's like, sure, you may have missed something, sure, but the good news is. Every day, people are missing something. <laughs> oh, Like it's absolutely. not something There's... everyone's keep, so anyone's keeping up with. So, 100%. fun fact: just
1: just putting this out there because it's it's mind boggling to me. Um, you know, like uh, about baseball and and missing things and stuff like that. This week marked the first time in baseball history that a player hit the natural cycle with a single, double, triple, yeah. and home run. Um, up to this point. I think it was like six or seven other players had hit a reverse cycle already, Wait. where they'd hit a home run, triple, double, and then single, but nobody had done it in order yet. <laughs> Weird. That's funny. Right. So this, this week, <laughs> for the first time, and and you know this this is the thirteenth season, like one of the players did did a, a cycle in the game in order. It's nice. just—it's just strange, you know. Like you, you, these little these little moments pass by, um, and sometimes they're they're notable, and sometimes they're just you know another game. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, what but... big things have changed this year? We've already mentioned Perfect. the stadiums and those being uh, an effect, like, affecting yeah, the games. Yeah.
1: We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about yeah, those, yeah. too, because there's But a you, you initially, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm
0: sure that's way deeper than what I just said. <laughs> but, but you also no, right. initially brought up talking about wanting to talk about these changes sure. when talking so, about Jessica Telephone and the idea of the dial tone. Has that,
1: has so that changed? That, no. That's been okay. in the game for a while. They've right. had little, like, player... Stats and wielding weaponry, if you will, in, in the in the game for a bit, little, um, little things like that. Um, big changes for season twelve. Uh, last week, uh, when it started, um, they introduced an idea of uh, each player, uh, and I, I say player as in like the human beings consuming this game. Um, sure, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> each each person um, playing this game. Uh, It now has something called a snack pack, uh, which is basically eight inventory slots that you have and which you can purchase uh, concessions, um, and they're all themed around food and concessions, um, with the exception being uh, tickets. Everything else is, is food themed. Uh, but right. then it, it limits the sort of um, things you can hold on to. And all of these concessions, uh, or most of these concessions, I should say, have to do with earning coins, which you can then use to spend on votes and influence the outcome of the off season elections. Um, and these coins, like, you know, they, they play a big part of how you engage with baseball. Like, a lot of it comes from, like, betting on the games and that sort of thing. Um, Now it requires certain items before you just kind of maxed out everything like you could you could buy the upgrades you could get better like you um, you can idolize a player and then you get rewarded with coins when they do certain things get hits or or um, or strikeouts depending on their position and um, now those are all separate items and you have a limited number of them. Uh, yeah fact, you've got
0: eight to to fill in the inventory and you've got 18 total options.
1: yeah um, and before like something like um, begging for coins if you were out of coins was just something you could just automatically do. Now you do have to have an item in your inventory. So if you run out of coins you you need that item to be able yeah, to get the,
0: the bread crumbles.
1: Right. Um and, and then, you know, there's like the popcorn which gives you coins when your team wins. Um, they introduced last season stale popcorn, which gave you coins when your team loses. So some of those teams that were trying their best to to <laughs> you know, crash out as fast as possible and, and get to party time where their team could get boosts. Um, were loving that stale popcorn because they were making more money from their team losing than sure, from their team sure. running. Um, so it's added a certain sort of layer of strategy just on the personal level, which I think is very interesting and very cool for the way the um, the game is progressing, that that there's a little bit more to it than just like, hey, follow this strategy and do this, and you'll get a bunch of coins that you can spend on votes and then do that. Um, and they also introduced some uh, cool items that had to do with... Uh, Something that happened at the end of last season, the election gave um, each team a tarot card. Uh, And there's something called tarot spread now, uh, which is an item you can have in your inventory. You can draw a three card tarot spread ahead of a point in the season in which they draw tarot cards each season. And no one's quite sure just yet, but they think (laughs) the spread that, it, sort of the average spread of the player base determines what gets pulled in that official reading. Um, sure. And it gives both uh, buffs and uh, um, penalties to some of the teams that are drawn on that tarot spread during the season, uh, which is interesting. So, like, you have to have that item if you want to engage with that mechanic. Um, they added an apple which uh, if you purchase that, you can see advanced stats, which previously were forbidden knowledge that could only be accessed by peeking at the site code. Um, but now you can see that information on on the site. Um, right. if you have the Apple as well as see the shadows rosters, which are kind of like the the bench players for each team that don't typically that don't typically get played but technically belonged to the team which were kind of another thing that was sort of hidden behind the curtain you could see from site code and uh has been used sometimes to be able to swap players out for um so now you can you can see them using the apple um officially yeah Uh, i
0: just realized that that little icon at the bottom of the roster was the shadow roster icon so yeah. I clicked on it, because I thought I had the apple, but I didn't
1: see gotcha. yeah, I've where actually, that
0: showed me anything.
1: I should buy that so I can see that at some point here. It's interesting. I've been, <laughs> yeah, I've been playing around with the different snacks and things. Um, so those are cool. And then there, of course, was the um, slice of pizza, which allows yep. participation in stadium renovations and flag planting. Um, at the beginning of Season 12, we were told that uh, stadium um construction was put on hold. And this and I should say in game we were told it was put on hold and wasn't available yet. Um so that was uh it was there, it was available. We could see on each of the team tabs that they had a spot for a ballpark, but there wasn't much you could do for it in season 12 there. Sure. And uh that kind of leads me into the next thing. One of the big improvements I think this season uh, was they've added a lot more information to the site and various places. Um, if you click on the team now, there's the roster, there's info, which gives you their wins and their record and how many runs they've scored and some other stats and how many championships they've won and things like that. Um, then there's a ballpark tab, which, uh, you know, last last season didn't have much more than names. Uh, right. And then there's the feed, which is very cool. The feed now has a way to engage with um, the outcome of games without having to just follow it live. You can see um, the outcomes view, uh, which shows you wins and losses. Uh, You can see changes. So if any sort of trait triggers, someone gets incinerated, something like that, it'll show you uh, right there, a sort of log of what's happened to the team. You can see a play-by-play, so you can look back at the play-by-play of the current game and previous games if you want to scroll that far and uh, see exactly what happened when, which is helpful sometimes when you just look away for a minute. (laughs) And then there's special, so if any other sort of special events happen, uh, particularly weather events, those pop up there frequently.
0: Um, Yeah, it's nice. It's like the... It's like the game band made this thing, um, as we've stated before, with no expectation of it, like taking off the way that it did. Mm -hmm. And then as it took off, they really did pay attention to like what people were trying to do or wishing they could do and have just been like as, as fastly as they can while remaining sane. Right? Sure. Um, they're building this out to have all of these, things so that people that want to get deeper and deeper into it can get deeper and deeper into it, but also yeah. leaving it largely the way it was. Plus a couple of weird quirks that yeah. then people that have been following it, but at a lower pace can, can keep up. And I, here I am on the outside now, it feels just like looking in and being like, Oh shit, this is so deep. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting. Cause like I played baseball, in the real world for like 15 years mm-hmm. uh, and so like baseball is very much my shit so I play MLB the show every year for hundreds of hours like baseball is my jam I watch it every time I get a chance mm-hmm. so seeing this come out last summer I was like dope and I think a lot of people were like dope baseball's not happening right now because it didn't until like June sure um, this is gonna be what I used to replace baseball and then of course, like, that couldn't be what it actually was because it wasn't, it's not watching baseball, you know? Like, it's a it's a different style. So for the game, I guess, or the developers to realize that uh, from the get-go and be like, this can't replace baseball, so might as well do something fun with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then just opening it up to just the wild. I remember when things started, like, adding in and being like wait someone got incinerated because i remember reading that the first time and thinking somebody got incarcerated and i was like that's weird and then like looking through it again being like oh wait no they got turned to ash what's happening
1: yeah yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> it's awesome it's awesome so yeah. uh what do you hmm so what do you what do you do day to day with blazeball like do you have it up in a browser tab all the time kind of tracking things or is it more like a stop in every couple hours?
1: You know, I try to kind of check in and, uh, place my bets every hour, um, to make sure I'm getting some, some currency going there, buy some things, uh, see if any fun things have happened, any, uh, cool games, uh, that I could tweet about or little, little hiccups or things like that. Um, you know, particularly being involved as I am with the, uh, the Tigers team Twitter account. I, I like to have a little, uh, little commentary sometimes about like you know which teams they're playing and and just little things going on with it. Um, sure. But I, I, you know honestly my like involvement, like my engrossment in it, is not quite the same way it was, you know, back in the fall and, and late summer. Like I I'm not as active in like the min maxing of my. My my coins and my strategy sure, uh, the sure. way I was early on, which is cool. You know, like which is fine too. Because the thing is, the the community has grown, and that there's there's sort of subsets of the teams that are engaging in different ways. Um, and not to say that like you can't engage like any way you want at, at you know at will, but like there's there's groups on the on the Discord that really like are min maxing strategy and like trying to like crunch the numbers and say like hey if you want to make the most coins this is the way to go about it and doing that sort of thing and it's kind of cool because you know that then you're not like it's like well if if every tiger's you know fan is not like doing their best to earn coins i don't know if we'll be competitive in the elections at the end of the season now it's kind of more like well i can just kind of follow this strategy that some other people came up with um to the best of my abilities and focus on the parts that i want to engage with you know whether that's lore or you know the the twittering and and yeah. whatnot you know so so it's kind of cool that there's a sort of a broader house now for for Ball, that there's there's sort of uh the ability to to sort of share in that success with with other fans cuz they could you know someone could be like i i'm going to get a 1000 votes this season and i'm going <laughs> to you know yeah, and, sure. and i am over here going like oh i'll get a few hundred probably like that'll be cool um and and they have like documents to to determine who's voting where and it's very cool to have that sort of you know there's a, there's something for a lot of different people and it and it kind of ties into like you know you've got that like sort of sports um <laughs> sports-focused, like, stats-driven approach that, that people like and then the more, like, oh, I love the, the drama and the, the lore of things, so.
0: Yeah, sure. I remember there, like there's the strongest memory in my mind is watching the first championship that the 80s Tigers, uh, our team, got into mm-hmm. and then our, our beloved Landry Violence getting fucking incinerated.
1: Yep. And us being like of the playoffs, yeah, and and we
0: were like, "What the fuck?" And then like, how that just became like you know not prompted by the developers, not prompted by any like, I I caution to even say it myself, but like not prompted by any marketing, right? There was no like, "This is the thing now," but just like the widespread internet adoption of like. Rest in violence and like sure. that whole movement that like it was crazy. It was weird. Like I've right. I've I've only encountered that with like big movies, right? Marvel does something. Sure. And it's like Twitter's talking about a thing in very specific verbiage that only people who watched it will get it.
1: And yeah. here I
0: am sitting on Twitter at eleven o'clock or whatever, uh, on a weekend, just like just drooling over like the potential of this just random ass game that somehow built a lore around it that now everybody cares about players (laughs) it it was always it was so wild
1: yeah um very cool uh so so back kind of to the the feed stuff too uh and, and kind of touching on this um you know the feed has enabled you to not have to be present for every moment to still get what's going on and importantly those big events when um the various deities sort of take over the screen and start like talking to the whole fan base at once those are now cataloged under the forbidden book yeah um tab and there's a feed there now and so you can see when like these various like entities come in and start speaking like you know uh to to everyone uh on the whole which is also very cool because that those are Neat things to see, but it you know like it was like if you weren't there for it, you had to like try and hunt down a recap that somebody managed to snag on Discord of when it happened, um, and now they have a way for you to follow that as well, so you don't have to to like just constantly be engaged to be able to enjoy the full breadth of baseball, and I think that's really great. Yeah, um, it's really great, and it's more sustainable, and I think that's something you know it's it's great to see when they set out to to adjust the design in a way that made the whole thing more sustainable that they seem to have succeeded in a lot of ways um and building on that they've they've put a season schedule in now so like on the home page there's a schedule and it's got like uh, um specific times when things start um so you know baseball god's day which is sundays uh, a day of rest and revision, and it's labeled <laughs> there. And then it's got preseason, which you know starts after the, the elections end, but before the season starts on a Monday. and then Earl season, which is the uh, beginning of the regular season. and that spans days 1 through 27, um, so the first 27 hours of games. And now they have um, a short period of rest. Uh, on, on Tuesdays, they called the Earl Siesta, which is now when the um, tarot card readings happen. And th- where in the beginning of this uh, season, season 13, uh, every team could contribute to the construction of their ballpark if they had the slice of pizza in their inventory. Um, the Tigers did fund theirs rather quickly, as did a, of a variety of other teams. Um, and so sometime tomorrow, I believe, we'll see what that winds up all looking like so that should be cool yeah. um, and then they've got like the mid season and then the late siesta um, which uh, will be when the the ballpark results will, will happen and one thing that's cool is they've confined the events to those siesta periods so like you know so it's it's really like it's a good, good system to be able to look at and say like oh like one of those times and they're listed by specific times um, is when I should tune in if I want to see what like the the monitor or uh, the boss, which is the the new coin deity that's uh, promoting fair play throughout the league, will be yeah. talking. So it's nice to to be able to see these things written down, to know when exactly they are. Um, for new players and returning players who just you know might say like, hey, I don't have a lot of time for it this season, but you know by the end of the season I kind of want to see what the postseason is like. So. You know, pay attention to Friday afternoon when I can tune in to check that out. Yeah, you know, yeah. You got that sort of you got that sort of flexibility now, which is really handy. Yeah, um,
0: it's it's just as it's expanded, like the initial, or at least my initial response was like, oh god, more for me to have to try and follow. But the reality is, like what we've said uh, now multiple times, is that like it allows people that are very into it to get more into it. People that were into what it was before to stay there but then also people that like couldn't find the thing that they loved in the original to like find a little niche that they're like oh you know what? i fuck with this part i'm yeah. gonna do this part a lot so it's just broadening sure. the the base which is dope well, and
1: it's, yeah and it's kind of just leaving space for people to engage how they want to yeah. and not have to absorb the whole thing to be able to make any impact yeah
0: it's also cool to see like because you know wikis are a huge thing in games nowadays like sure every game has one the day it comes out because reviewers are putting stuff up and journalists are building out uh, playthrough guides and like a lot of the stuff in these wikis on fandom are very like there's a there's a specific demarcation while you're scrolling down where it tells you like the remainder of this is all lore created collaboratively amongst the community. And it's not just like single paragraphs or like a few sentences. It's like full backstory. So it's, it's generated this like entire flash fiction genre almost about itself. And it's really cool because like, as a person that, uh, as a, a writer, I guess, like I love doing small little things like that that like are just fun ways to interact with with a space or fun ways to like you know flex a a little riding muscle for a little bit and practice but this is like that toned way the fuck up where people are like no let's create stories about this shit like the the page for jessica telephone is just paragraph after paragraph of like Just the coolest little weird stories. They're they're the best. I love it so much. Yeah. it's incredible.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it's fantastic the sort of writing that has happened, and um, there's been a whole uh, influx of of uh, teams hosting lore jams where they get together and say, "Hey, we're gonna flesh out what we all think kind of collectively about this." And obviously, you know, since it's all headcanon, it's like this isn't this isn't official, but this is kind of like a shared take and it leads to some really cool things and uh some really neat collaborations between like teams where uh a player has been on one team and then has traded to another one or transferred in some other way um and it's very cool for them to have that like sort of shared time too to be like so what did that look like when that player traded like you know because on screen it just says this player moved to here and then it's like okay so what's that what's that mean how did they how did that trade come to pass
0: yeah, that's dope, and so, it's it's uh, again uh, just a good way to keep people who are like, oh no, I had yeah. you know a couple days where I had something else to do. How the fuck do I keep? A- oh look, there's sure. now a list for me to just go. All right, right. this happened, and then this happened. It's very nice. Yeah, It's very nice.
1: And it gives engaging... the uh... oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, engaging on the website, they made it a little bit more straightforward. There's now a glossary, which every time you load the homepage, it gives you a random entry from it but you can also look it up uh, at the book, which gives you a little bit of a handy guide. So it's like, hey, you see this word. This is what we mean by that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Also extremely important as the game just continues to add stuff that's like, oh, yeah. What the fuck does that mean?
1: <laughs> now, dude, there are glossary entries that are completely redacted. <laughs> yes. <that's, laughs> because yes. of course there are. <laughs> yeah. But, I love it.
0: I love it. Yeah. The book, The book is one of my favorite things because like the <laughs> there's huge chunks of it in places that are yeah. like completely redacted and I want to find out what it says and I'm sure. sure people have done some work but like you look at the signed all the signatures are redacted and <laughs> one signature is crossed out yeah. and redacted yeah. so it's, it's, it's dope like there may su- not be anything that comes out of that but they put it there and people yeah. are turning it into things
1: Well, I suspect the crossed it out signature is either the shelled one or and, and I don't know the timing of this because I am not as up to date on the little happenings of the events. Um, or canonically, the uh, the baseball commissioner uh, Parker McMillan uh, was incinerated and replaced by um, no. another Parker McMillan. Um, sure, there you by, go. By some. So one of those two was probably a signatory um, and has been canonically destroyed. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh yeah. <laughs> uh, so but a, another huge change and one that really has um again kind of uh not really fun. Babe. I I hesitate to say that it's fundamentally changed the way fans interact with baseball. Sure. Because it hasn't really, but it's really dialed up how, how much of a say the fan base has on Blaise ball, and that's the introduction of Wills. Now, Wills were something that were introduced through, um, I believe, the election at the end of Season 11, which is also how we managed to get the stadium construction and something else, I don't remember. Sure. Um, which were rather mysterious because they were like... Uh, uh, various verbs that applied to the book that the whole fan base was going to partake in. And we had no idea what that meant. And so people just kind of speculated and picked the ones that sounded the most interesting. Um, and one of them sparked wills. Um, and I don't, wills. I don't think I have
0: access to the wills. I don't yeah, I have a lot of
1: cheese board. <laughs> right. So you got to buy the cheese board to get your wills. Um, what the wills are is uh essentially like blessings and boons except that every team wins two of them and everybody has the same identical slate and they can be repeated amongst all the teams so it's team specific blessings and they give you the ability to make trades and buff specific players um and the team gets to cast their votes like specifically for those outcomes so you could say hey i think we should trade this player for this player and that will go in the bucket to be pulled out as a possible outcome for your team at the end of the season which means every team has two like guaranteed things that will happen at the end of every season. Sure, yeah. And it makes, you know, the possibility that players will move around and get buffed or move to the Shadows and replaced um, by, by one of the, sh- the Shadows players uh, all the more likely. And it's very fun that that whole set of things gives a whole new set because you're not competing with other teams in this one. You're trying to come up with sort of a cohesive strategy and hope that that one wins out because it is still a little bit of, a raffle,
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so,
1: so one person voting for something completely off the wall could wind up getting selected, which I, I, you know, basically happened in the first season. There was a couple of wills that were executed with a zero percent chance, um, hmm. of happening. <laughs> sure, <laughs> because I'm yeah. guessing it can't calculate quite that low, <laughs> uh, including one of the <laughs> one of the best um, hitters in the sport getting sent to the shadows inadvertently because of a weird random set of occurrences. (laughs) So those are very fun. They really change up how granular the control is um, and give teams a whole new set of things to try and coordinate together um, and sort of almost compete amongst themselves because if there's a significant, portion of the team that wants something against, you know, sort of, that's not, that's not the consensus, they could still vote for it. And if they get enough votes in there, it could become somewhat likely. And, you know, it doesn't even have to be somewhat likely to get chosen, obviously. Uh, So that's a huge change to how the teams are organizing. Um, And I think it also gives more power to like a team organization. Yeah, in the sense sure. that you can you can buff specific players, so you can fill those gaps. So you're not winding winding up with like, oh, well, we got the uh, we got the pitching buff, and we don't really need that because that's a strength. Our hitters are all still terrible, though. <laughs> so sure, like, it, yeah. it gives you a little more um, influence in that way, which is very cool.
0: Yeah, and I was doing things like that, uh, you know, choosing specifically what how I wanted to, to play in the field in the field. Why did I say that? Choosing how I wanted to, you know, use my snack pack or things like that by seeing, like, how things had gone. So, like, I donated a bunch of money to the, the Hades uh, Tigers Stadium, and then I saw that that was 100%. And I was like, I don't really need the pizza anymore, because I did that. Sure. So I'll get rid of it for now so that I can go the cheese board and go look at the wheels or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so it just I, I think you know the, these things give players a little bit more to do to like phys, you know to, to physically interact with sort of interaction points and I think that that's very cool to yeah it's to great. have that sort of um, element.
0: What do you want to see next? Do you have those kind of expectations, or are you just kind of all for the
1: ride? I really don't have those expectations. Um, I'm alone for the ride in a big way. I'm kind of, we, the, the Tigers took a team culture survey um, and one of the top um, reasons people were engaging with baseball and the, ti- uh, the Tigers in specific was because they wanted to see what sort of chaos unfolded. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> so I, think, I think there's a lot to that, that it's like, well, yeah, we make plans, but like one of the fundamental aspects of baseball is that your plan may or may not work. <laughs> And if sure. it does work, it might not do what you want it to do. <laughs> sure. So I, I think, you know, for me, that's I, that's kind of where I am, um, you know, especially engaging a, a little bit more with the Twitter stuff. So, some of the fun for me is sort of uh, rolling with the punches as they come, sort of reacting and, and just being part of the fun. Like, I, I love to, you know, share a good propaganda plan. The uh, I think the tacos this season have a plan the um the idol board now has spots in which the uh the boss wants us to vote for our MVPs come the end of the season and uh the tacos have a plan to spite the boss by putting some of the worst players in the sport of baseball into those mvp spots at the end of the season um and I, mm. I think that's a lot of fun to watch uh the tacos i mean that's how the tacos wound up with one pitcher at one well zero pitchers at which point the, the devs forced a pitcher into their lineup called the pitching machine <laughs> <laughs> so so that's you know like some of the the shenanigans if you will, where, where a group of uh, of fans says like, "Hey, we're gonna push back against the expected behavior and see what we can do." Uh, I think is very cool, and I love to watch that play out.
0: Yeah, um, wasn't there a thing that happened back to bring up Landry violence again, where like he was reincarnated because the Hall of Flame? Sure. Yeah, he was, a, he was.
1: Yeah, so he was in the Hall of Flame, which is where incinerated de- deceased players went, um, and then during the the boss fight against the shelled one, the Hall of Flame uh, was emptied uh, to create a team for the Monitor to take on the shelled one and beat the, the shelled one's pods. Uh, and Landry Violence, um, along with uh, Yasmin Mason, were um, drafted into that team and then released subsequently. So they're out of Blaseball, as far as we know
0: yeah is the is the hall of stars a thing that's accessible this place where people who've been released are uh
1: apparently? Not, not as far as we know all right so interesting w- we'll we'll see if yeah it makes me curious like or... what will happen
0: in the next because didn't over this over this grand siesta is that what they called
1: it yes
0: yes over this grand siesta i remember putting up our first place ball episode because I was like, oh, it's back. But it wasn't. It was the, like, God games that were happening. So I was it was like,
1: the coffee cup. They did a tournament yeah. um, sort of styled after, like, the Champions League and the other, like, the big European prestigious uh, soccer tournaments. Sure. Um, and they, they had teams made up of actual existing players and then some new ones that were like nods to the, the devs themselves were like one of the teams kind of like they sort of put themselves in and various people who were um, like doing the, the data analysis and stuff like that. They put some other people into the, the, the game as well, which was kind of a cool nod. But it, I think that was part of their attempt to test out some sort of backend stuff and do some of that sort of things funny enough a few a few of those things have persisted <laughs> some of sure. the coffee coffee weather they came up with for that one um I've are still in this. the game yeah, yeah and sure, they're still sure. occurring um and one of the players uh from the the coffee cup that was introduced as a new player was actually available through a blessing at the end of last season <laughs> so so that's uh That's an interesting
0: little
1: tidbit. I Um, wonder
0: if these like the new season structure that's three on two off, if we're gonna see some weird things happening in the off seasons that aren't really like for people to bet on, but like are things that are happening like outside of the league that like will have like this coffee cup will have some kind of like trickle down repercussions for the next season that comes up or something like
1: that. Yeah, I mean, it very well could be. Um, some some things that have notably happened during breaks in actual baseball play have been um, the Wild Wings trial uh, on the Discord, in which the Wild Wings successfully uh, uh, prosecuted their case that they should not be in the Mild League and uh, subsequently not have been renamed to the Mild Wings. Um, so that <laughs> happened in the Discord, and then amazing went into effect in the game, and they actually moved uh, moved the Wild Wings back to the Wild League. And um, then during the Grand Siesta, um, there was actually a trial about the fact that at the end of Season 11, Eat the Rich did not go into effect. Um, so there was a trial prosecuted in which it was determined that, yes, that should still be applied going forward, um, and sure. I believe. There was maybe an umpire incinerated or some other sort of shenanigans that happened during the trial, um, so I think it enables them to do some things that aren't strictly part of like the Ball website, but can be kind of fun fan engagement nonetheless. Yeah,
0: yeah for uh, sure. But I love it. The... Last... go ahead.
1: Uh, I was just gonna say, as of last season, they they've had some new events that weren't seen before. Um, and I wanted to touch on that a little bit. Yeah, do it, do it. That um, last season, flooding began. So flooding yes. weather. And uh, that would wash
0: players off the field, correct? Wash,
1: so it would wash runners off the base paths, but if they were on the base paths, when they got washed off the base paths, they would get swept elsewhere. <laughs> and so they would be elsewhere, which appeared to be temporary. Um, <laughs> and then after a few games, they would come back except they discovered after a few times that sometimes they wouldn't come back all there. Um, And so you Mm. still see players that will come back, but will be missing letters from their name. And they will have kind of weird behavior on the field and not play (laughs) their normal um, level when they're back, which is interesting. And we were told that wasn't something to worry about. Um, But come that sort of Thursday time, Uh, The flooding intensified, I guess you could say, and then we were told that uh, certain things had transpired and that as a result of the cause of the flooding, um, the crabs would be crashing back. Um, And we discovered it was because, actually, the crabs had been allowed to build their stadium last season. Right. So a bunch of crabs fans who were still... Following the crabs, despite the fact that they weren't a viable team to play in there, were still, you know, had them listed as their favorite team, contributed to to building the stadium last last season, um, which was something that was shown only to them. Uh, and then when they succeeded at that, that triggered the flooding, and caused them to crash back down to baseball. And they brought along <laughs> with them three other teams.
0: Three other teams, right? The Tokyo Lift and the yeah. No,
1: the Tokyo Lift were replacements
0: for oh. the Crabs when
1: they ascended. They brought but back with them here. <laughs> the Atlantis Georgias, the Core Great. Mechanics, and the Ohio Worms. Uh now those teams <laughs> are you might say brand new to Blaze Ball, except if you check their info tab, they all have at least three championships already. Weird. Implying that they had previously ascended out of Blaze Ball and were now returning back along with the Crabs. Um, and they all had special traits. Um which the team had, which were a little bit different than some of the things that other teams have earned.
0: Sure. So I'm. Um, you wanted to talk about something else, but I, want, I have one question. I'm looking yeah. through scores just recently, and somehow teams are scoring decimals?
1: So what is that? that is a result of the coffee weather, I believe. Maybe not. Maybe that's not... The coffee weather, but yeah, there's fractional scores available now. There's a there's ways to do that. All right. (laughs) Uh, There's uh, it's it's traits that players have. I'm I'm looking at, I'm trying to look at the player listings to see. Actually, if we click on one of them, we can look at the feed for their game and see what happened. Right. That's that's what I was trying uh, to do. Of course, there's a feed now. (laughs) Yes. Um. Yeah,
0: plays. I didn't see anything in plays that made it sound like there was...
1: Huh. It's probably in there. You might just have to scroll a bit. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Yeah, it's related to traits that players can get, and I think one of them has to do with coffee weather. Um, so now the uh, the smallest margin of victory um, in baseball so far has been has been won this season. Someone won by .1. Nice. So that's that's a uh, it's a heck of an impressive feat to squeak one out that close. Uh, yeah. So yeah, fractional fractional scores are a thing. Of course, uh, sun two weather and black hole weather are still around, which means yep. teams can get more wins than the number of games they've won and subsequently lose um, wins to the black hole. Yeah. Uh, it's... which which is crazy. So so the whole standings page now has wins and then record. Yeah. With the record I noticed representing like, the like... actual <laughs> games played and the wins being the actual wins total. Yeah, um, sure. As it's been proven that wins are a material thing that can be given and taken away.
0: The Ohio Worms so. are very unfortunate this year with eight <laughs> wins, but being 13 and 46. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a rough, that's a rough life. Uh, but they should make it to party time quick and get a lot of buffs. So exactly. Got high hopes for them. Um, yeah. It's so l- those crazy events happen. The crabs cl- crash down the league expanded, um, more, more teams now, which is a lot of fun. Gives, gives people a chance to kind of spread out. I think, um, Kind of, kind of flesh out some new lore all at once, and uh, have a little bit more interaction, uh, and especially with the wills being a thing now, I think that'll give a lot more competition, a lot more variability. Because uh, if a team gets too good, then they're gonna get targeted by a lot of other teams, and you know, players will get stolen away from them, and right. you, you know, make it harder, harder to just dominate for for season after season i mean yeah we don't
0: have any yankees situations right. happening here like well, and it's the, yeah
1: yeah the tigers dominated last season and they the funny thing is that the big trade that took away their star hitter and replaced him with a player who is shelled was actually a um one of those like zero percent chance uh, ones that took effect. Sure. Uh, but one person voted for it at least, um, and it happened. So now the uh, um, former uh Hades Tigers uh, Alden Cash Money player has moved to the Sunbeams, and the, the Tigers have Nerd Pacheco in a <laughs> shell. Um, they're they're Great. roughly commensurate in in skill level, but um, a shelled player doesn't do much. So. <laughs> That's that's kind of humorous. Um, yeah. Yes, and so the Tigers have had a much lower record than they did last season. As a result, I think of that that um, hitting being missing from the center of their lineup because it's not a not a solid all the way through kind of lineup. Sure. Yeah. What?
0: There's a couple. Of, there's a couple of times where I've seen like just in like betting where I'm like. Uh, these guys are favored to lose, but they've got this like one guy, right? You sure. see, like a team that's not great, but they've got one player that's like maxed out, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe. And yeah. then you bet against them, and that, sure enough, that one player hits like three home runs. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Sure, yeah. Uh, I well, should've... with all
1: the traits now, like the odds don't always match up. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. So, um, so I used to like try and really dig in and like look at the numbers and look at the stats and like okay so like these guys are favored but the team they're playing and the pitcher they've got on the mound could beat them if they play well so i'm yeah. gonna bet for them and now i look at it and i'm just like eh, fuck it let's just <laughs> bet let's just have fun and bet sure
1: yeah i mean sometimes it's fun to just speculate too
0: <laughs> yes but, yes i have yeah. often been like uh, and not done anything <laughs> just watched <Right. laughs>
1: And so, another big change um, from last season. So, the Tigers won their third championship, which yes. previously had meant um, a team would ascend. But after the Tiger or the Crabs' ascension, that was actually scratched out of the Forbidden Book. Um, and so, everybody was curious what will happen. Um, and all of the um, decrees of last season. Season had to do with um, things that would happen when a team won their third, like their third championship, um, and the one that went into effect was evolution. So instead of ascending, the Tigers evolved. Which, uh, if you look at their gotcha. players, you see the little yellow stars. Um, yeah. They some of them got some stat boosts, I think, from evolution, but they also got those little yellow stars, which, which means um, they can't
0: be worse than that. Right, that's which means even mode. if
1: they yeah, even if they get nerfed by some sort of event, they can't lose that that last star.
0: So uh, is which, there a is there a future outcome where a team of a, like evolves several times and you've just got a team that's like all players are can be no lower than three stars?
1: I mean it's possible. Uh it, it's also improbable. Some, yeah, there'll <laughs> probably be something to counteract. And then the thing is, like I said, that now that the fact is that like any team could potentially te- steal a player from another team, makes it so it's very hard for there to be like an ultra concentration of talent. So you know, yeah. it, those those evolved players will start to spread out through the league uh, more often. But Tigers also got a trait out of the deal. So now the Tigers have the ambush trait, which came from their evolution um and so that trait means when a player is incinerated in a game this team is playing a hall of flame player will join their shadows which is like you know a really cool like powerful trait um and it matches up with the sorts of traits that the other um teams came back with like the mechanics and the crabs and things like that they're kind of generally fairly powerful traits that aren't like they're not going to shift the balance of power in the league completely right to team. but
0: should that thing happen it will shift right that... yeah, yeah right
1: yeah. uh yeah so the the ohio worms have bottom dweller if this team finishes last in their division they'll be boosted up to five percent <laughs> so so that <laughs> okay that team looking real bad this season it the 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 players like the fans have got to be thinking yes keep keep up the bad work keep being because, bad cuz yeah. we're going to
0: just lean into this yeah, for a little it's, bit yeah it's it's the
1: process if you will
0: yeah sure
1: <laughs> yeah so between party between party time buffs when they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs and that trait they they could be looking they could be looking real good uh, come next season so so some cool mechanics coming in, some some fun traits, uh, really a lot of variability in the league. That means that there's a lot more personality on the screen, as well as like that lore that's happening behind the scenes. And I think that's really, that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love so. that the tarot card for the Tigers right now is the devil.
1: It's just yeah, it's just. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of jockeying around for which team should get which tarot card and who should support which plan, and there was a lot of discussion about whether or not we should go for the devil, since it was kind of like you know it's not Hades is not hell, right? You know the the devil is a very different construction of the afterlife than than Hades, so there there was a lot of discussion about that, but it, you know it worked out. It's thematic. It's it's the underworld still. So. Yeah,
0: I I love that like so you could, your player got washed off the bases. They're just not here now. Yep. They'll be back yep. eventually. But right now they're gone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so a very cool you know, obviously the devs spent some time in the off season like working on back end stuff that enables that sort of, you know, lots of different player states, little little dynamic sorts of changes throughout the season. You know, of, of players getting traits for limited amounts of time. They can get wired from coffee, which gives them little boosts. I, I think that might be where the fractional points come from. That sure. if a wired player is involved in the play, then they, they add, add, you know, fractional, fractional points like that. Uh, <laughs> and so, so lots of little things that to make this more than just, like, a simple simulation of, of, of baseball um, and I, I think it's very cool, has a lot of potential for keeping yeah. people interested in in the long term, trying to get those traits that they like or, you know, trading around players that have traits that, that are hampering <laughs> them too much, that sort of thing. Uh, a lot of fun. And I, I think baseball still has a lot of room to grow. Um, today, IGN published an article. Uh, about what is blazeball including a recap of seasons one through 11 so if you're listening to us and going okay you said some words but i don't understand this that video very helpful um there's a sure, whiteboard yeah. and everything
0: <laughs> amazing yes and, bring uh, up the whiteboard as pointed
1: out to me by the the reporter that wrote the article on twitter uh she said she loved the fact that uh the, the gentleman making the video was sort of ragging on the Tigers about not being good enough to win a third championship. Um, and apparently he was making that video like the weekend that the Tigers that they won their third <laughs> championship. So it's it's perfect that that came out and it's like, oh, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. then, then they went and got one. Yes. So, But, yeah, a lot of, lot of fun. Um, Tigers taking it easy this season. I think I mean, they're still in fourth yeah, place in the division, wild high.
0: Their division right now is really really yeah. stands that's really neck and neck like there's...
1: our our division got real fired up in the offseason um some real exciting uh changes jessica telephone is in the wild high again playing for the mexico city wild wings now so that's that's exciting nice um yeah the atlantis georgias are actually pretty competent despite their stars looking not great not they're great, not but... i mean they're they're They've got a losing record, but they've been um, a competent team compared to some of the the returning newbies. Yeah. Um, it's a,
0: yeah. It's dope. I, I love this. The, to, I knew that talking about it more would make me want to pay attention to it more. Sure. I wish that they had, like, a a mobile app that, like, no. tracked all these things so that I, I could do it on my phone yeah. and not have to be on my computer. But Sure.
1: I, the the website's pretty mobile friendly in my experience, um, and it's sure, gotten more yeah. so. Uh, that that's something that reportedly they did work on in the off season and in the, in the siesta. I mean, the the performance on a variety of devices. Though they did say the PS4 browser would not be getting um, any love.
0: <laughs> sure, so, that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the PlayStation just stopped providing movies and TV, so like they're clearly in a place right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah so uh interesting season um I'm sure there's plenty more to come from Blazeball. They did fr- finally um release their first official merch. Oh um, a vinyl a vinyl record um made by The Garages. The which Garages you know, of course is, yes. It's is a band collection of musicians that aren't specifically Seattle's Garages. Fans, but mostly. Uh, but yeah, so they've got an actual pressed final record that's coming out um, that's awesome. <laughs> called The Discipline Era, or just Discipline, I want to say, that's official baseball merchandise. So that's, that's cool. Um, they've said there's more collaborations coming down the pipeline. So I think we'll see more stuff like that, which hopefully will make Blazeball financially sustainable for the game band
0: as well. Yeah, sure,
1: sure. Because we do want to see people fairly compensated for work, especially work like this that's grabbing people's attention. Um, Yeah.
0: You'd think that, I mean, like, they've had a sponsor every season, or maybe not the first couple, but they quickly started having sponsors every season.
1: Right, Um, yeah. Yes, Please Coffee is back again as a sponsor, which I think, which bodes well for the fact that a sponsor is like, hey, we we like being here, we're gonna do that. Um, And if you, like, last last season they had um a game that sponsored it i want to say that's good yeah be i think Steam like the too.
0: second season or something like that oh. friends of the table sponsored it
1: yeah one of the seasons last year i don't remember which one but yeah that was yeah that was some cool stuff which was, which was dope yeah, yeah it's so cool it's
0: nice to, it's cool to see the people that like are getting something from this also like contributing to it.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a lot of what baseball kind of has come together in a, a strong way. The community has just been so fantastic. You know, it's it's sort of so much has sprung up around yeah. this. Like Baseball News Network is is a, is a thing. It's a website that has beat reporters for like every team now and and is doing great reporting on in-game baseball happenings, and they do a power ranking at the start of every season now, and it's just really incredible. And then you can go to baseballreference.com and look up stats and and records and, and you know things like that. You can uh, you can go to the the wiki, um, which uh, is uh, what, what wiki because some people banded together to make that like an independent wiki, not under the whole like fandom corporate umbrella Um, because you know one of the things about that is that that corporate umbrella has has kind of a regressive look at ip that's posted to their wikis so you know they wanted to make sure that anything that was made was really belonged to the fans and not you know some nameless corporation
0: i just realized that the the hades (laughs) i just realized that hades has a ministry of tourism Twitter oh, account yeah. as well, yeah. which is fucking awesome. Sure,
1: yeah, and our uh, let's see, our newest uh, beat reporter. I am going to draw a blank now. Uh, from Baseball News Network, somebody has a persona.
0: Is it Aziz <sighs> Boatman.
1: Yeah, there you go, Aziz yeah. Boatman. Um, newest uh, beat reporter who's covering the Tigers for Baseball News Network. Uh, which is very cool that they've got. Pete reporters <laughs>
0: yes it's insanely cool like it's yeah it, it's a lot it's of fun great. it's great
1: yeah yeah and you, you get some fun personalities coming out there um the the very good baltimore crabs twitter thankfully gets to be a little more active now um who only follows old bay seasoning <laughs> really? the only follow they give on twitter is bay, bay Seasoning. seasoning. Yeah, bay seasoning. very, awesome. very good bit, that one. Yes, very that's jealous. very good. <laughs> very jealous they <laughs> thought of that, and I did not come up with a similar gimmick. That's very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, a, a lot of fun. The community's great. It's so welcoming. It's so open to people of, of every gender, sexuality, ethnicity, wh- whatever you are. Baseball will accept you. Accept um, and tolerate don't bring that shit <laughs> yeah
0: i so. uh it's cool i'd like the the discord is constantly firing like i just joined it for the first time and like not oh, yeah. just the overall discord but like the specific tigers channel oh yeah is constantly firing people are talking all the time
1: um, I, I honestly rarely go into, like, the general section because there's so much going on there. And the Tigers is busy enough just talking to, like, the Tigers Just
0: folks. Just to them. Yeah, sure. Oh, it's there already go. enough. Here's,
1: here's a ticket somebody's posted that they made of the uh, Dom Wam Jobong Yemskong, uh, which is... Uh, Where is this? <laughs> it's, in, it's in the Tigers Discord. Um so it's the plan to put a bunch of terrible players onto the idol board at the end of the season. And uh and so it features shortened versions of all of their names.
0: <laughs> Dom Wom Joe Bong Hems, yeah, so Dom- <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Dom Wam uh being Dominic Woman. Uh, who is one of the players in the the Tigers' shadows? Joe Bong. I think that might actually be their full name. <laughs> <laughs> it's in there, but yeah. So there's like a whole there's a whole plan to to cause more shenanigans. And if anybody can make real shenanigans happen, it's the ta- uh, tacos because they're they're a plus about that. I don't know that the tacos would be pleased if they won a season of place ball. Uh, which is looking distinctly possible this season since yeah, they sure. are leading currently all of baseball. But they they may be annoyed, honestly, that they are winning baseball. Sure. Since, well, that's, since that's... they've actively stoked <laughs> shenanigans rather right. than that. But, yeah. but that's part of the thing, too, about, like, they've hit party time so many times. Their players have been buffed as a result of that. They've They've done... A lot of work to to mess around and sometimes you get lucky with that sort of thing so
0: yeah sure it's like when you are the worst team in a league that awards first round draft picks to the lowest team yeah eventually you'll stop being bad because you keep getting very good players or your players keep getting buffed in this case
1: right and then the way blessings are passed out you never know i mean a team could theoretically win every single blessing um Sure. with one vote in each if, if they got incredibly lucky. So you never know. Yeah. Never know.
0: It's great. It's like, it's like all of the mechanics that are in racing games that I hate, like rubber banding and all that shit, to make sure mm-hmm. that the last stays close enough to be competitive and the first place person doesn't stay so fast that no one can catch them. It's yeah. like they've taken those ideas and then just diluted the hell out of them into like a hundred different systems that could good could work or could not work Sure, sure. and i love At,
1: it yeah and it just i mean you know it's that got that eldritch horror all we know is that nothing will stay the same from day to day that's yeah. really all we can count on is that something will change you know, someone will get swept away during a game, or incinerated, which is still happening. Or um, players that had been touched by um, the uh, the shenanigans of the Shelled One, some of them became Honey Roasted, um, and it turns out they can shell people randomly <laughs> during Peanut Weather, which still happens.
0: Man, yeah. <laughs>
1: so, like all these all these little things that started creeping in over time have turned into just uh, an absolute barrage and onslaught of strange happenings, game to game, where uh, you know, every other day there's something that, oh, well, we've never seen that before, that's interesting (laughs) like (laughs) that's something brand new, that'll be fun to see how that plays out
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like each season's like "Uh, oh, oh, okay, what does this mean?
1: Yeah, or you know, the sort of rallying cry that I think uh, uh Cat Manning on Twitter, who's uh, um, works for Riot Games, um, has been a big cheerleader for Blazeball. Uh, has frequently said um, the, the sort of motto of Blazeball is "This is most definitely, almost, possibly fine." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to I love effect. that. I'm sure that's. I, I'm sure I have misquoted. But oh, uh... it's yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that even the the Blazeball like or the the game band. Um, Twitter account is like, apparently we made baseball, <laughs> And we yep. don't know when. Like, there's just a lot of, like, really good community based. What if we just kept this being a weird amorphous fucking whatever thing? Yeah, and... it's, uh,
1: what's, what's the wrestling term that, um, I'm gonna drop a blank. You know, the sort of intentional staying in character.
0: Oh, that, being, that a, being a,
1: a method actor? No, there's there's a specific term for it. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. I'm gonna look it up. Do it. Do it. Kfabe. Kfabe. Oh. Which what? is in that professional is... wrestling the factor convention of oh, presenting Sorry. staged performances as genuine or authentic. So there's like a really strong aspect here of like this sort of like yeah we know it's it's a game that's made up but there's a very strong like buy-in to say like oh no it's actually Something happening in some sort of strange plane of existence. Where does this term
0: kayfabe come from?
1: Professional wrestling. I don't know the origins, if that's what you're asking. But (laughs) I barely learned the (laughs) term. I I barely learned the term because of my involvement in this. Um, But yeah, so it's but it's a good term because it's like this sort of like everyone knows what's happening is is you know sort of fake. Or, or not right. exactly what it appears, but there's this sort of shared, like, commitment to the bit to say, like, but, but it is happening, it is happening this way.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> now I'm, now I'm trying to figure out what the fuck, where the fuck kayfabe comes from. You're welcome. Um, and I don't know if it exists. It may be carny slang.
1: Hmm.
0: Which. Okay cool weird i love it yeah. um well dope dude thanks for trying to wrap a bow or tie a bow neatly on what blaze ball is now um i know that's not an easy
1: <laughs> yeah an i easy uh, thing. i have these notes that i jotted down that looked like a pretty cohesive like flow of information that might be useful and didn't use uh, them did you no, I mean I kind of did, but it also <laughs> at the end it just feels like we pretty much just rambled our way through baseball. Yeah. And uh Yeah. That was that was my goal, I it, think at least. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Well, I like I like just having it be a conversation and because I didn't know what notes to write down other than what the fucks happened. Um then I yeah, I was like this is going to be great if we could just kind of like i mean it's you know like it's back it's a big deal people are realizing it that maybe haven't been a part of it so i think it's just as valuable to have a couple of guys sit and talk all the way through it as it would have been to have just like a super concise here's what's new now so yeah 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 Yeah, it was good um are you are you playing anything other than uh following blaze ball uh that's got your that's your Interest peaked right now.
1: Oh, we've been playing so much Valheim.
0: Yes, you got the the standalone server set up. Yes.
1: Yeah, my brother my brother set one up. We've been playing on it. I um, uh, Got my wife uh, to to play with us, and uh, got awesome. got some other people playing. Um, it's really fascinating. I find myself uh, engaging with the building and like kind of like constructing aspect a little bit more. Than, than some of the combat and and other stuff but uh i think it really shines when you're playing with other people and i think that's something that's not necessarily the case with like other survival games in the same way sure yeah um and honestly it makes me feel a little bit the way that like um uh, minecraft did like way back in the day like yeah i think back. i
0: i missed minecraft so i'm i'm encountering it with other games now, which is yeah. which is interesting to hear because you're not the first person I've heard say like, yo, this feels like Minecraft Right, um, which is cool. Well
1: because yeah. Because that was I,
0: such a cultural thing for a while.
1: Yeah. I, I think what it comes from is that they have created a fairly clean design that sort of stays out of the way. Gives you just enough to go off of to kind of like work toward and then makes it fun to do with other people. Yeah. It sort of gives you the pieces and, and a, a general direction you need to go. And this one's a little bit more focused than like a Minecraft since it starts off with like the sort of boss fight structure um, that kind of uh, limits things. Um, but then it just sort of says like, yeah, you should probably kind of walk that way and do that and then uh, let's you lets you do what you want from there. Like, if you want to just stand around and build log cabins and, and you know, uh, attractive locations, go for it. Like, if you want to, like, <laughs> just become the ultimate Viking warrior, like, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> but uh, the instant you add more friends, uh, the instant it becomes a more interesting adventure.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to play that
1: game with a big group of people. And, like... Yeah.
0: I was watching yeah. uh you and Sarge play a couple days ago when he was going sure. on like a long raft voyage to find the next boss location.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I had I had actually like was mostly done for the night at that point. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 cuz I remember he like made land and like was just walking around as you were getting off. Yeah. Um and I was like, "Man, I want to go on a I want to get on a long boat and just travel around yeah. with my friends. It sounds awesome."
1: Right, and and I think it's one of those games too that you, you know, like when you play something like, um, like a, like a shooter and or and like a battle royale, like you're, if if you're playing together, you're like focused, on like clear objectives. This is sure. a game in which you can say, hey, like here's the things like we should probably do collectively next, but you don't have to do the same task. You know, one person yeah. could be like crafting up mead and preparing food, and someone else could be scouting out and finding more sources of copper, while someone else is cutting down enough trees to build, you know, an, a, a new structure to accommodate the new thing that you've just discovered how to build. Like, you know, you you can do those things together, which all contribute to a shared goal, without specifically being this task or that task. And I think that's that's something that. Yeah, not every game can do. It's
0: something that um we talked about baseball doing, right? Is giving yeah. people the option to do what they want to do. I think right. that like Assassin's Creed Valhalla was also very good at that because like
1: Yeah.
0: as those games get bigger, which I do not think they should keep getting bigger, but still, <laughs> as those games get bigger, they have this tendency to just add a bunch of shit that you need to do. And Valhalla added a bunch of shit that you could do. And I think they did away with the need to do by getting rid of, like, question marks on a map or, like, specific icons on a map to tell you what each thing was and replaced them with, like, this field of dots. And it was, like, if you want to go look, you can. But if you don't, fuck it. And, like, that's really cool because, like, there were things in that game I disliked so much. I was just like, I'm not going to do this. And, like, 30 seconds later, I didn't feel bad about it.
1: Yeah. It's um, not like, well, I really need to check this little box in this corner right. so that I can fill this bar and
0: Right. So Valheim being like you could create a fort and never be there because you're always on expeditions. Or you could dedicate your server to crafting the dopest weapons and then inviting people to it and giving them to them or whatever. Sure. Like it's just I like that games are broadening what they offer people. And I think that there's only cool things that can come from that.
1: Well, yeah, and that's a focus on what works and uh, discarding things that are unnecessary. Like, you know, nobody who who really enjoys a thirst system in a survival game?
0: Nobody. Well, and if you probably do... The,
1: probably <laughs> the people that modded it into Valheim, but... Sure, them. But I think the general population isn't looking for a punishing survival game.
0: Right, right. And, and like... And I th- even if they are they may not know what they meant when they said that <laughs> sure and yeah. give being given a hunger and a thirst and a and a temperature and a fati- like a sleep fatigue bar yeah, that, yeah i that- mean at a
1: certain point like life life is hard like you- yeah right (laughs) just put up put on uh, you know a a shirt and take a water skin out to the desert if that's really what you want to do like there's there's challenges out there like if if that's what you're looking for making life more challenging like yeah you can you can do that but like you know a certain point like i i think you want the you want the triumph more than the the struggle like not the struggle but like the the grind yeah you know you you want you wanna feel rewarded for for conquering something, but you don't want to feel punished for not paying attention to like the little minutia yeah exactly so I don't
0: exactly. know
1: I like Valheim it's a good one um, so
0: I need to get into it more. I bought it and played yeah. it once and have just been busy
1: <laughs> um, yeah the graphic style uh is a little, little divisive I, I like it,
0: yeah, I think you it's know? fine because the, it it's it's it uh it nails it when it's like the atmosphere right sure yeah. Like if you're zoomed out and doing stuff, and you like clear a, or come to a clearing through a forest, yeah. and it's just this big open field, and like the sun's the shining on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it looks great. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I'm here for, because that's what I'm sure. looking at most of the time. Um, yeah.
1: Or the time yeah, it got that. really foggy, and we spent a whole day just at the camp because it was so foggy, it was hard to see. We're all just like, well, guess, guess we'll just stay here just stay in and it's today. like yeah, that's sure. what you would do at a foggy day like just like kind of like you know keep to yourself kind of thing like yeah there's no need to like wander through the dark forest and, like in the fog like there's projects around around the base we could work on instead yeah yeah so that's yeah
0: dope. i love it it's cool yeah uh is there anything outside of games that you're getting into any shows or music or or you know movies I start... or anything
1: uh, not, not, uh, I'm sure not, not exactly an unknown quantity, but I started watching the great North, um, uh, which, uh, looks like stylistically if they just did like a spin off from Bob's burgers. Sure. Um, and really, really <laughs> yeah. hits. I mean, I think some of the, I don't remember there's some of the producers or writers or something branched off to make this. Um, and cause it's from the same animators. Uh, so the style is identical to like yeah. Bob's burger style. Yeah. Um, it's set in Alaska. Uh, Nick Offerman plays this family patriarch who is a fisherman um, and has you know the family fishing boat and he's got his uh, four children uh, that live with him. The oldest being like you know an adult who's married and the youngest one being, some sort of indiscriminate elementary school age. Great voice cast. It's got Jenny Slate playing the, the daughter, who's really the, kind of the protagonist um, of the thing. Um, sure. and her, her best friend is an imaginary Alanis Morissette, who appears to her in the uh, Aurora Borealis uh, above <laughs> the house. And she talks to you, actually Amazing. voiced by Alanis Morissette. Amazing. <laughs> and it's, it's very good. It's got that sort of Bob's Burgers, like, you know, at its core – there's an earnest family that's trying to make things work, but they've got absolutely bonkers shenanigans layered on top of that, putting the, you know, and in, in the the North and its it's you know, sort of borderline inhospitality. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I love that. Smashes I love through that. the house in the first episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that Mick Offerman's character's name is Beef because that's,
1: yep, yep. That just Beef. feels right. Yep. Um and his character feels kind of like if uh his Parks and Rec character was he like, got what he uh, always wanted <laughs> no 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 if if he was like friendly and uh far more emotional
0: oh good I yeah. like this I like the sound of this what yeah, is it on it's, uh
1: I found it on Hulu it's a Fox show nice okay so it's yeah so it, I think it airs after Bob's Burgers whenever that is but uh, right. Hulu it it streams like next next day or same day or whatever i will be i will be checking that
0: out yeah i've liked it a lot nice man well thanks for spending about 90 minutes to shoot the shit yeah absolutely and uh i'm sure i'll have you back sometime To i'm not gonna only have you on to just talk about blazeball like that yeah that's fine i do realize that has happened twice now but
1: (laughs) oh it's all right that's you. I mean,
0: you could be our our resident baseball expert, though, if sure. it's ever something we need to go to. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, anytime. Um, I'll talk about anything, whether I know about it or not. No. And I
0: apologize far later than probably I should have for getting really into Crusader Kings for a weekend and then never playing it again.
1: <laughs> oh, it's okay. I I've gone back and forth. I honestly think, you know, it's it's fun as a multiplayer experience but it really is best when it's kind of a personal sandbox for me anyway yeah no like, that's i, I, other, we, other I people felt the same might. way
0: about wasteland too like we yeah. started that co-op and oh, we we're also yeah. like yeah that one was a little uh, bit
1: rougher i mean honestly like Crusader kings is pretty cool as a as a um multiplayer experience compared yeah
0: to and, and it probably board. would have been more fun with somebody who was not completely brand new because I was yeah. like constantly pausing and reading and trying right. to figure stuff out. And
1: I, yeah, and I don't know if that was the best way to learn the game, but it was kind of entertaining for me to be there as you were like catching on. Yeah. So,
0: and I had one of the I have one of the wildest video game stories ever from that weekend because of me hunting down the guy who poisoned my dad <laughs> <laughs> because I let right. his dad because I let him out of prison to be nice. And then right. capturing his son and executing him. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean that game is great for that emergent narrative. I've been playing a game in which I started as um, the the Carling King of of Italy um, in the like earliest start date, um, and it's uh, now twelve seventeen in the game. So it's like four hundred years Damn. of in game time. Yeah, uh, it's like twelve seventeen. And the Empire of Italy now spans from uh, I, the Iberian Peninsula uh, all the way uh, to, to Jerusalem, which is part of the Empire. And, Amazing. Uh, uh, starting, I'm getting close to being able to form the Roman Empire. That's tough. And uh, not to mention, heal uh, this, the great schism between the Orthodox and the Catholics, which are both like those big sort of achievements you can do that are very ahistorical and very fun. Yeah. Um, just to, breaking to down pursue.
0: Yeah, breaking down history and reforging yeah, it is is dope. Yeah.
1: And you know, it helps that in the meantime I solved the threat of uh, uh the Mongolian Empire by uh just murdering the Khans.
0: Sure, you just went yeah. after them?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just just plotted against them. Uh turns out when you forcibly integrate a lot of peoples, you make a lot of enemies. It really wasn't too hard. Especially when you're sitting on like you know generations of like Mediterranean Empire wealth, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, you got.
0: You're just sitting on like stacks of cash. Just and like a you, lot of you, people.
1: Do you do you need a bribe? Do you need like you know a year and a half of like in-game income for most dukes? I, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. It'll like, be yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just join my plot to kill the Khan. Oh, okay. No big deal. Yeah, and so, like, you know, killed, killed like, three successive um, leaders of, of the, the Mongolian Empire and uh, eventually got one that wasn't super um, strong and pretty much collapsed in on itself, so.
0: <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> just one of those things that, like, the game, like, it's so, you know, it's got the twists and turns. There's so many, like, little bits and little, like, dynamic stories I'm sure I've forgotten about from the thing, but, you know, just I- inheriting bits and pieces here and and winning wars there and y- carving out little bits and pieces. Like, my whole time of, like, trying to, to sort of unite Italy, like, and make the, the big Italian empire, I, I was carving away at, like, Croatia and stuff like that. And the whole time, the, uh, the, the Islamic uh, empire that took over all of Iberia, and formed an empire, started eating up like south of France and like was <laughs> on my borders at one point. So I was like, Uh oh, gotta deal with that. <laughs> gotta go deal with this. Yeah. I just have almost collapsed that empire now. So that's that's something. That's gonna awesome. be the gonna be the big dog in that neighborhood. Yeah, you gotta run the world. Yeah, carved out bits of the Byzantines, you know, you get you get those fun moments, so it's a good yeah. one. But yeah. but yeah, I, uh... definitely fun when you're like in your own little world going own pace. Yeah.
0: I love uh games that give you one that just like a ton of emergent storytelling opportunities. Or uh alternatively games like XCOM that like give you characters and nothing else. Sorry, give you names and nothing else. So you just like build a story for them as you go. I'm playing Phoenix Point right now, which is the game made by one of the guys that founded the company that made XCOM. Right, the, like original the original, yeah, yeah. yeah, Julian Gollop, and like, yeah, the it's like XCOM days. if it was a horror game with boss battles. It's incredible, cool. um, cool. and it's I'm again like already like, I have characters who like mean something to me, and I'm like five missions in, so oh, fun, yeah. It's easy to it's easy for me to like attach to those things. That's um, awesome. I wanna I wanna get back into, the old. Crusader Kings. I see also my boot drive died when I switched my when I moved my computer downstairs. Yeah. I and my my Windows or my Xbox app saves were all on that boot drive. Oh yeah. And so they're all gone. Right. And for some reason they didn't save to the cloud. So like yeah. Oh, you know what? It might have. Who knows. I'll <laughs> restart it. I'll restart I didn't re-download it, but that's the thing. It wasn't downloaded already. So I didn't yeah. think about it but uh, sure. yeah if I re-download it I might have all my save stuff who knows maybe go. we can jump back in and play and I'll just oh, yeah. like not pause it <laughs> see how that yeah. goes well
1: honestly that's hard for me as well because like I'm the sort of person that like every time an event fires that looks interesting to me I'm pausing it digging in and seeing how I can like exploit it you know what I mean <laughs> like yeah, sure. checking people's like second cousins to be like wait are you are you important could I somehow <laughs> get advantage here <laughs> Like, like,
0: how I, yeah. do I make this work for yeah, me? Yeah,
1: exactly. My fa- my One of my favorite things in that game is to have, like, your nephew inherit a throne and just, like, have all- done so little except arrange the right marriages. Yeah. And, like, that's so, like, that's satisfying to me in a way that's, like, it's not a central part of the gameplay. Nowhere in the game will it tell you like how to like pursue creating a possible like ally state by getting your dynasty onto the throne, but but doing that is so satisfying, like yeah. you know, yeah. So yeah. anyway, great. I feel like I feel like I've just added an extra ten ten minutes to your your runtime. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I, I don't have
0: a I don't have a cutoff. Um, sure. But, so people can find you or follow you if you'd like, where do you want people to, to do that?
1: Uh, check out the uh, Hades Tigers at Hades Blaseball. Um I've got my personal account at Denton Stein, but I don't, I don't keep up with it. You can find me at Denton Stein on most platforms, though. Dope.
0: Awesome. Uh, and if you want to follow anything that NerdyBits does, you know, of course, you to go to nerdybits.com. You can follow me at lubwub. You can follow the website at nerdy underscore bits and next week, not to outshine our current guest, we have another guest and it's uh Rami Ismail who is a big indie dev. Who's a vocal for diversity and eliminating crunch. Uh, That's so that'll awesome. be next week. And then who knows after that, I've got emails out all over the place. Um, but yeah, stay tuned to whatever we do. We've got an episode of the Nerdy Bits show tomorrow night on Mortal Kombat throughout the, throughout the ages, <laughs> the 30 years of its existence. Sure. Um, and then we're doing a um, Watch Dogs pub crawl hmm. now that the multiplayer is out. So that'll
1: That's be fun. Is it?
0: Yeah, the multiplayer I is out now, un- unless you bought it on PC. Oh. And then it's been delayed indefinitely. <laughs> Great. <laughs> i just wanted to get that out there before you got too excited Yikes. um yeah that that's happens. okay
1: i i got enough things i got enough things <laughs> yeah exactly
0: i have too many games as it is going back to one is is a sacrifice i'm making on behalf of another one um <laughs> but everybody that's listening to this thanks for listening um andrew again thank you for coming on thanks for having me uh and the sign off for the show if you never did you should these things are fun fun is good and now i'm realizing i might need to change that sign off because it is in fact dr seuss and